This is a Detroit Evening Report for Monday, December 4th, 2023. I'm Nargis Rahman from WDET News. The Detroit Reparations Task Force met publicly for the first time since August over the weekend, and two members of the committee announced their resignations. Co-chair Lauren Hood told attendees she had hoped she could use her skills to help Detroit residents in other ways. Hood added that the committee has heard from experts on reparations who advise compiling a report on how city government has hurt black residents over the years. So we have been working with the University of Michigan Center for Social Solutions and Poverty Solutions, um, who are at no cost to us doing research on harms caused at the hand of the city on black folks. Task Force member Maurice Weeks is also stepping down, saying residents deserve a committee that operates professionally. The committee was formed in February after voters approved a ballot measure in 2021. Some members of the public said at the meeting they wanted to see more transparency from the committee. The city council will appoint new members to fill the vacancies. President Joe Biden's re-election bid faces opposition from Muslim leaders in key swing states. The abandoned Biden coalition says it will campaign against Biden over his refusal to call for a lasting ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. The conflict has cost an estimated 1,200 lives in Israel and 15,000 more in Gaza, where human rights observers have decried a humanitarian crisis. Hassan Abdul Salam says the group aims to unite voters in states like Michigan, Arizona and Georgia against Biden. We're looking into finding ways to build the mechanism of coordination between all the swing states so that we're constantly working together to ensure that Muslim Americans will come out in all of these states and that Mr. Biden will lose each and every one of them. But Ahmed Bumrad, a Muslim businessman in Dearborn, warns that abandoning Biden will ensure another Trump presidency, which he says would be worse for Muslims and Arab Americans. Secretary of State Jocelyn Benson signed a bill to improve election efficiency by allowing registered voters to sign up for absentee ballots online. Absentee ballot voting expanded in 2020 during the pandemic. However, it is now a law. House Bill 4570 amends the Michigan election law, allowing registered voters to sign up for absentee ballots online through a secure system. Benson signed the legislation on behalf of Governor Gretchen Whitmer as acting governor to ensure every vote counts. The Michigan Constitution allows the acting governor to sign on behalf of the governor or lieutenant governor when they are away on business. Governor Whitmer was at the Democratic Governors Association meeting. Lieutenant Governor Garland Gilchrist II was at the United Justice Coalition Summit. The new law hopes to improve election efficiency, increase voter registration, and protect equal access to the ballot box. December 4th through 8th marks National Influenza Vaccination Week. The Michigan Department of Health and Human Services says it's not too late to get your flu, COVID-19, or RSV vaccine this flu season. MDDHS says these vaccines can help protect people against respiratory illnesses and be administered at the same time for some people. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention recommends that people over the age of six months gets an annual flu shot with rare exceptions. As of November 18th, the Michigan Care Improvement Registry reports that 2.2 million people in Michigan have received the flu shot this season. That's 55 percent of the state goal of reaching 4 million doses. Health officials say kids, adults over 65, people who are pregnant or have chronic medical conditions should especially consider getting the flu vaccine. Check out michigan.gov flu to find a health center near you. 
The National Institutes of Health, or NIH, awarded more than $2.5 million to a Wayne State University College of Engineering professor to develop a filtration platform to improve diabetes insulin treatments. The grant was awarded through the National Institute of Diabetes and Digestive and Kidney Diseases of the NIH. Technology to administer insulin has improved over the past two decades, but can cause tissue damage. Through this grant, scientists will research how to extend the lifespan of insulin pumps or injection ports from 3 days to 10 to 14 days without causing tissue damage. The research will be led by Ulrike Clue, Ph.D., Associate Professor in the Department of Biomedical Engineering. Also at Wayne State University, a group of multidisciplinary researchers are establishing the Barber Integrative Metabolic Research Program through a million dollars from the Barber Research Fund. Researchers hope to treat metabolic diseases and treatment-resistant cancers. If there's something in your neighborhood you think we should know about, drop us a line at DetroitEveningReport at WDET.org. I'm Nargis Rahman, WDET News.